This episode is sponsored by Old National Bank. Old National is committed to supporting minority-owned small businesses by helping to expand their access to capital through their Empowerment Small Business Loan Program. Welcome to Black Businesses Matter, a podcast about why Black businesses matter and the benefits of collaborating and advocating for Black businesses to drive impact. Each episode, we will cover legacy, hope, Black joy, funding sources, cultural shifts, equity, and so much more. We will provide inspiration and action while spreading some joy to a thriving community of Black business owners and leading thought leaders. Black Business Matters podcast is produced by the L3 Agency, a culturally sensitive influencer marketing and communications firm in Chicago, where relationships are our currency, passion is our profit maker, and people are our bottom line. I'm Larvetta Lofton, your host and founder of the L3 Agency. Welcome to another episode of Black Businesses Matter. I am so excited because we are on the campus of my alma mater. You guys can't see us. We are here on audio. But what I will tell you all, it's pretty lit here. It's a nice vibe. And we are just amazed at the number of Black businesses that we get to see. And we have one that is with us today who is in the Atlanta area. He is not an alum of Clark Atlanta University, but I will say that his brand certainly needs to be on the campus of Clark Atlanta. Not for the students, but obviously for the alumni, because we are at the alumni house. Let's be clear, we're at the alumni house. So let's make sure we are not on the student property, we are on the alumni house. And so what I am excited to have is Kevin, who is the founder of Island John Spirits Black brand that I had the pleasure of tasting and meeting while I was in Detroit for the Black Spirits brand, which was Sipping While Black. Wasn't that their initial? Sipping While Black was up there as well. But yes, Black Spirits Expo. Yeah. Put on by Lazar Favors and his team up there in Detroit. So. Okay. And that's where I met you. That's where I tasted, where I tasted this amazing. So let me say this. I want to talk a lot about the packaging. Okay, because I know they can't see us, but I want to talk about how did you get to this packaging because I thought it was really cool. This right here from Artistic the whole, elements yeah. There, yeah. But I felt like it was very much colorful, Trinidad. Like it had that kind of vibe to it. So sure. could you could you share me share with so, us? So yeah, a lot of what we've invested in our packaging are elements of that tell the story about our family and our culture and background. So. Looking at the ibis, the bird on the bottle, that's the skull ibis, national bird of Trinidad and Tobago. My dad wanted that to be emblematic on there because growing up in Trinidad, you know, if you come from a Caribbean family, ain't no sleeping in, right? Like you waking up and because they're on the equator, the sun comes up a lot sooner than we will see it early in the morning. So typically they're probably up about five, six o'clock in the morning, but you see these bright red birds flying against the sunrise, which always left an impression on my dad. So we wanted to make the emblematic to it, but also a point of origin for our family. Um, 1950 is indicative to my dad's birth year. Oh, that's so, what I wanted to add. Yeah, I think we yeah. talked about that's my dad's bit That's my dad's birth year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to put that on there to just subtle nod to my dad's vision for the brand and whatnot. The gold pun on the bottle is 
part of our branding, right? And that pop effect to the packaging, but it also is indicative to the steel drum. If you're familiar with the yes. steel pan, yes. yeah, that is a origin of Trinidad and Tobago. If you, you see it in the light, you see the light that comes through it? You see Trinidad and Tobago right underneath the, oh the feet gosh, of the bird. Oh that's cool, listeners. Um, oh my God. And then on the back end of the bottle features the Caribbean region. I see it on the back. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So when you go and purchase this bottle, you got to take some time and yeah. look at it. Study For sure. It and then at the top of the cap strip has Ford Ever. As a family mantra, my dad's always said, when you fall down, get back up, keep pushing. And it kind of encompasses that. So, you know, Ford Ever. But um, the artistic elements also lends to our family being musically inclined, having that creative element to it. Yeah. So we wanted to add that to the bottom. I thought that was really dope. I really did. I'm gonna be completely honest. I was mesmerized by your packaging. That's, I'm a brand girl, I'm a mar okay. I run a marketing company. Sure. Okay. So immediately I just took on because it, it does resemble some another brand, a little bit, slightly, but I like it. So right. it wasn't a bad thing. But then it had this very, like, rich look to it. And I wanted to know more. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then when I saw 1950, I was like, it's been around that long. So I think that's a good play on making people dig deep around there. So tell me about you and your dad as founders of Island John. Like, how did it come to be? Think about it. I have not had a dad and son duo on the show. So okay. I'm pretty excited. You will be our first on the podcast. So how did that come to be? Like, is dad, like, is this his lane or is this your lane? It was kind of a handoff, if you will. <laughs> I love it. So I love it. My dad, through his travels in Europe, Germany specifically, came together with, like, a preeminent team, just thought of this process of coming out with a vodka that okay. celebrates the Caribbean. Okay. And Island John, the name has always been with the family for, I don't know, it was over 15 years now. Okay. So mid... You could say mid, oh, that's more than that, 20 years. So mid-1950s, or okay. I'm sorry, mid-1990s. Okay. Mid-1990s. Okay. It started off as a men's clothing line and oh. moved into some other areas, but it's always been kind of part of the family, and okay. it was kind of repurposed for this. Okay. And I started just inquiring about 2015 because my dad sent me these bottles. Like, hey, Kev, this is a project I'm working on. If you ever Google Island John Vodka, the first bottle was black. It had oh. green letters that went okay. vertically up the bottle, said Alan okay. John Premium Carib Vodka, okay. right? And that was his first rendition of the packaging on it. Okay. So I got involved in 2015. I basically crashed course the industry for about two and a half years. I got it into a space in Midtown. We asked this restaurant if we could do a little tasting over in the Highlands and got some friends of friends. We came together. And in retrospect, I looked at it as a confirmation for me to move forward. But really, it was the idea of let's put a package together, see if we could get the guys out in Europe interested in doing something here in the U.S. Mind you, it never launched, right? So this was very conceptual movement that we were trying to obtain here. So okay. from that point, I got soaked in. I love, yeah, I got soaked in. I, I love the ideas of the distillation processes, okay. right, of okay. from potato, rye, corn, yes. or anything, any starch that produces a sugar, you could distill a liqueur okay. from, right? And I got really amazed by the chemistry of it all. So you take it and you distill a, a natural product to an alcohol level of 200 proof, right? Uh -huh. And then you take your finest water from whatever well or lake or ocean, whatever you want to do, right? and you cut it down to whatever that is, 80. 80 proof is the general okay. stuff, right? But 
And then from there, not only does it taste good outside the bottle if you're a vodka drinker, but once you take it behind the bar, you got those guys creating chemistry with that too, right? Taking different taste profiles and they're blending it together and doing unique stuff with it. So I was really intrigued by it all. And the last piece of it that intrigued me was the legacy part of it. Creating a family legacy, doing something with my dad that which we've never done a family business before. So it was all new to us, new to me. And I thought, saw it as an opportunity as how can we continue to move down this way and make potentially have a successful brand. Yeah, a brand that literally will talk for generations. 100 percent. You know, um, and so in this place, so tell me what does distillery like? How do you all make this? Do you have an outside vendor that you work with to help to, you know, I know you got let vodka sit for so long. And where is that at? So that's in Newport, Richie, Florida. Right. We rent the area in the old mead plant. So me, they produce honey. And basically we got our guy there, Theo, that goes in there. And every time we need a batch made, he goes out there. This is Theo. Theo, Theo, Theo. 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 No, Theo, Theo. So Theo's on the back side. No one knows who Theo is, but he's probably one of the first black guys in this business. Are you, so he's black? Cause I was gonna ask, I wasn't sure. He's probably the first black guy in this business. He used to work with Florida distillers, but I worked with him and Frank on coming up with our our first copies down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. But then now we, things migrated a little further north there. So we saw an opportunity there. We took advantage of it. Theo helps manage the process for us as far as making sure our product is distilled correctly, is rested, it goes through everything, filtered correctly. But yeah, so it's a corn-based vodka. We rest it for 30 days. Okay. It's an old age technique that the bourbon guys use. Okay. So they typically do it for 15 days. Okay. We double that time to get the product where we want it to be. So they do it for 15 days and then they put it in the barrel and then they start the aging process in the barrel. Okay. But we do it for 30 days and that continues to pull the impurities out, take the edge off it, soften the product. We don't really kind of focus too much on, all right, ours was distilled X amount of times. We do it about six times because really that's all you could do to the liquid to get it to a clarity, right? And get the hearts of the liquid pull the hearts of the liquid out. In addition to that, we do a charcoal filtration and we do a micro coconut husk filtration on it. And what that does is build character in it. So someone like you that likes to have a vodka soda, right? You will love the taste profile and that blend with how it just, you know, adapts with the other, the soda and all that stuff that you come with. We want platinum and triple gold for his taste profile. So we want, yeah, we want, some, we want some solid, solid awards for it. So it's a good product. Yeah. Well, you must, you have to say that yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a good product, yeah, yeah. and it's you're the founder of the product. <laughs> I love it. First of all, I love it because your Theo, who's behind, is black, and a lot of times that's not. And I'm, was that intentional or it just happened? No, it just happened to be. So through another vendor. He said, hey, you guys got to connect with Theo. Oh, and so awesome. he connects us with Theo. And Theo, man, his formal training came through just being in the space. He didn't go to school for it. You know what I mean? He shows up, has a little grill on his mouth. You know what I mean? He's one of them Florida boys. But um, he, yeah, he's a solid dude, man. Solid That's dude. awesome. And so Island John is now where? Where? Island John is a cross. You just said Myers. Yeah. I didn't Myers, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, but 
I don't want to call us a nationwide brand because you can't find us nationwide, but we're in multiple cities across the nation. I like that. Right. And I like that you say that because oftentimes we spin it and people are like, but I went and it wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's so, good. Um, majority is Georgia. Love Georgia. Okay. Georgia's yes. home for yes. Island John that helped launch this back in 2018. Okay. We're in Brooklyn, New York. Happy Cork. Oh. To be exact, yep, okay. off of a Buffalo Ave. We just entered Michigan, Detroit okay. um, area. Okay. We're in Cleveland, Ohio, through okay. Finn and Feathers. If okay. you've heard of Finn and Feathers, they're a okay. restaurant okay. here in Atlanta, which expanded there. So Finn and Feathers has been super dope to us, man. I know the founder, Damon. He's all, as long as I can get the product to them, we'll keep them on the menu. So, so. does he, he sells it or serves it? Is it a restaurant? It's a restaurant. It's a restaurant, a restaurant. Okay. yeah, yeah. So we're part of their specialty cocktail menu. Yeah, yeah. So do you find... So I always say this because I've had, we've had Morris Beer, Disbelief. So we've had a couple of brands on the podcast during Juneteenth. And the number one thing is to get them, obviously, to get it in the package stores and liquor stores. How successful is it in the space of restaurant and dining? Is that lucrative? That's a little more challenging. It's a longer process to go through that because you got to think of what's going on there, right? Their shelf space is as wide as this table. They can't bring everybody in. They're not like a retail store where they have plenty of shelf space. And even there's limitations there too, but when you get into the bar scene, it's a little more limited. You're fighting big time with the big dogs that are throwing everything they can to keep their spot on menus. So I would say to any other small brand, it's just pick your battle. You know what I mean? Find where where you get love. You know what I mean? Where there's a mutual, I'll meet you halfway if you meet me halfway type of agreement. Because, I mean, there's so many out there. You can't fight over one or two. There's so many out there. So you just have to, it's a hustle. You got to go out there and find, you got to go find your tribe in that space, you know? I, when I say that I love that you say that, because as someone who runs a marketing company, find your tribe and literally feed that tribe and that tribe will literally 100 percent will be loyal to you like and that is a real so just to know that you're in a restaurant if i know you only sell that right that's the only place guess what your tribe's gonna go there regardless like i'm going there because they only sell this and there is something to be said about there's something to be said that i can go somewhere because it creates what exclusivity and so there's some dopeness with that you know so i like that you're see i know it's not intentional but you're slowly introducing this national platform, but I do think it creates a little bit of sexiness. No, it does. Yeah. I think it does as well. And give people a reason to come to Atlanta when yeah. they hear about it from other it's, places it's too, fun. you know? And that's so, yeah. why we're here, right? That's right? We're here. That's right. And I really want to talk about, do you see Island John as a brand that could be supported on HBCU campuses? Because, you know, we're here. Um, And I thought about it. I said, you know, in a lot of this, you've got people from Trinidad. I mean, you have so many people from all over the world, right, to be able to. But I know there is a thin line. But really talking to alumni in these places, is that something in Florida? Because you guys are in Florida. There's HBCUs there. Is there some thoughts around that? No, for sure. I think our goal is to touch as many people as possible, right? But because we do sell a controlled substance, we have to be very cautious of the hands that it gets into. But yeah, I mean, if we could tap into alumni, to all the sororities and all those guys, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we certainly are going to make some connections for you here on Clark's campus and make sure that you are connected here in the alumni space because we are actually on the campus. This is the alumni house. Oh, okay. So we, this is alumni house. So it's going to get a little crump later. 
Okay, Kevin is going to get... This is, the grown people know how to really, really do know how to get crumbed. But I want to... Now I want to ask you, when we ask this question to all of our guests, why do black businesses matter? Why do they matter? Well, they need to first matter to us as a community. I think we get overshadowed by the marketing dollars of the bigger machines out there. And it just takes us being more intentional about black businesses, reaching out to black businesses, because our vodka is just as quality or better than the big names. But you wouldn't know that unless you took an opportunity and were intentional of finding out for yourself. And it's always easy to go to things that are heavily marketed to you. And that's what marketing is about. It's about staying in front of the consumer's face. Coca-Cola is probably the number one recognized brand in the world, but you will never see that brand not market. They wouldn't stop running commercials until we're us as a community is a little more intentional about black businesses and supporting it. I think that's when you start to see us being more, having more prominence in our respective markets. Yeah, so. that's good. I'm glad you bring that up. Let me say this. We ask this question to every guest and it's amazing what people say that everyone is very different, but at the end of the day, everyone is different. And that's what we want people, like black people are while we're black, we're all different in thought, right? right? We are diverse in thought. The way I think is different from my brother or sister while we are both black. And we just haven't been given permission in a lot of ways to be able to be different in that capacity, even though we are black, even though our culture, your culture of Trinity, like when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is colorful, but everyone wouldn't get that. And that's okay. But I'm a black girl who sure. ultimately loves to support black businesses, which is why we're here. I do launching, you know, I think about any brand, right? And you're launching it to create a legacy with your family. What are some tips that you would give for people that are launching a family-owned business and they're coming together, brother or sister or son and daughter, or it could be a number, because I just think it's dope that dad and son right. are coming together, but ultimately, it's a family-owned business. Right. So what tips would you provide that has been helpful for you to advance the brand? It's a business. Okay. <laughs> it's a business. You have to operate as a business. You gotta take the emotion out of it and focus on the business and the blocking and tackling of creating a business. And just make sure everyone is on the same page of what needs to be executed. Because it's all about execution every day. Especially when you're building, there's really no days off. When you're, you're building. Yeah, when no you're building, day. there's no days off when you're building. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the process fall in love with the process, matter of fact. And yeah, find your tribe. I love it. So you guys are hearing from the founder of Island John, which is a vodka that's in select markets. So he made it sure that you understand. I don't want you to go to, if you're in, maybe Tampa? With Tampa, the, you might. You Lucas, might. Lucas, okay. maybe. Okay, Lucas. you might. But if you're in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado, definitely not. not. Okay, yeah. all right. So if you're in California, but a lot of our listeners are out of Atlanta and Chicago. So we know out of Atlanta they yeah. can. Chicago, they can't. Chicago, they can't. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. They're we coming. ship there, though. If you want to order it online, go to www.islandjohn.com, and we can get it to you. Okay, so... Are we prepping for holiday parties? Is that our initiative over the next month and a half? Uh, well, we don't host them. <laughs> <laughs> you're not hosting. You're we like, are, just order them yeah, and just we, tell us we, and let we, us know we'll, how we'll well it up. is. <laughs> we'll pull up. We'll, we'll pull, pull up and drop yeah. it off. Yeah, we'll pull but up. we're not hosting. We're not hosting. Okay, I love it. No, I love we'll, it. we'll put on a little gathering for our team for the end of the year. We have two full-time folks with us and okay. several part-time. So. Nice. 
we'll get together as a company and we'll uh, love on them and show our gracious appreciation for yes. all of them. We got to get them in Chicago. I mean, we're our company's out of Chicago. We're going to see how we can do some work with you guys and get you guys there with the relationships that we have and support. I would love to see it in a place that really around the corner from me, which is called Bronzeville Winery. Okay. It's brand new. It's been about it's six Roswell months. Bronzeville Winery. Bronzeville Winery. Okay. And so they sell wine, but they also have um, a bar. But a, much like you said, a small bar, but the audience of people that are there that come and want that unique experience, right. I totally see it there. And there's a couple of other spots that I see it there just based on my experience of tasting it and where it fits. So I do want to ask you so we can ask, tell the listeners as they're listening, how should they, when they get this, how should they prepare? What's the best way to prepare? I know I told you what I think would be go dope, but how do you, what do you think should be, what's your number one recipe? with Ireland? Well, with our premium vodka is vodka, cranberry, and lime. Yep. That's mine, okay. right? But I'll tell you what we did at the Atlanta Fashion and Polo Classic last okay. weekend. Okay. We did a apple cider cocktail, right? Ooh, tell me more. So we did apple cider, cranberry, we did orange liqueur, okay. Contro, and what else did we do? I think that was it. The apple cider, that's dope. I think that was it, yeah. Ooh, so apple cider. Apple cider. I mean, apple cider, right? So go pick up some apple cider from your Publix like or Walmart, okay, whatever, okay. right? Okay. Get you some orange liquor, it'd be triple sec, or okay. if you want to spend a little more for something a little more high end, you get that. But get you some orange liqueur, get you some cranberry juice, and get you, uh, I think we added some lime to ours okay. as well, just to cut off some of the sweetness that yeah. may occur. But yeah. yeah. That falls, it feels very fall-like. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So, Kevin, we ask this question to every guest okay. because we believe that it is important. What brings you joy? What brings me joy? Oh, man, being around my wife and two little boys. Oh, and, and how old are your boys? They're seven and five. Oh, nice. That brings you, and that's something to be joyful about. Black boy joy is Absolutely. beautiful. I will say that. I just want to say thank you so much for being a guest. Before we close, I want people to, get, if you could give them your website, your handle, so that they can know where, because you got on some merch here, too. I do got on some merch. You know, so I yeah, mean, I you got to tell the people where they can get some of this, because the merch, <laughs> so let's say this, he got a trucker hat on. That's really nice, guys. It's really nice. So make sure you share your website and your handle. All right, cool. So the merch store is coming. Okay, the merch store is coming. It's coming. All right. I'm so black business. The last two years. Uh, we gonna hold you accountable because by the time we launch this, we hoping it's gonna it's gonna right. already. Right. Finish. But we're trying everything on to make sure that okay. it's something that we want to put out Absolutely. for people to wear. I right. Uh, www.islandjohn. That's j o n. dot com, not okay. j o h n. Yeah. Islandjohn. dot com. Okay. And then our handles on all platforms is at islandjohnbaka. Island John Baca. And so before we wrap up, who's John? You Kevin. J-O-H-N is our surname. So Kevin John and Levi John. Ah, yes. Yeah, and so. that's J-O-N. So J-O-H-N, stylistically, we dropped the H to make it work for the brand. Oh, for stylistic yeah. perks. But Island John, I don't know, it feels very tra Island John. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Jamaica John. You know, so maybe that's me. That's the spin I just yeah. put on it. But I think it's pretty dope. Thank you so much no, for, sure. for being for a guest me. and coming down to Clark Atlanta's campus to be able for us to do this. This is our first time debuting outside of my home office. Really? So this is the first time. 
and I'm loving the vibe. Yeah, I'm, CAU, I, I, baby. I know, right? It's CAU. So I just want to thank you, listeners, for listening to another episode of Black Businesses Matter. So continue to hear more and more of Black businesses. Tune it off. Thanks. This episode is sponsored by Old National Bank. Old National is committed to supporting minority-owned small businesses by helping to expand their access to capital through their Empowerment Small Business Loan Program. Thank you for joining us this week on Black Businesses Matter podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen so you will never miss a show. You can also follow us on social media at the L3 Agency and at Larvetta Speaks. If you love the show, leave a rating so that we can continue to bring you impactful episodes. You can also take the pledge and order our merch at our website at the L3agency.com. T-H-E-L-3agency.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.